Good day and welcome to Natural Health Dialogue with naturopathic Dr. Randy Lee. There are seasons in life, seasons through the year that we go through. And, you know, there's some things are obvious about things that are changing, but some things, you know, as you go through, there, knowledge of certain aspects of the seasons can help you more easily deal with some of the ups and downs of various seasons. That's what we're going to talk about today. That's a long way of saying we're going to talk about fall because <laughs> it's fall. We're going to talk about fall, autumn, if you want to call it autumn. Um, you know, um, this is probably one of, I love spring. I, I don't deny that at all. But w- my wife and I both love fall. Uh, she was born in Northwest Arkansas, born and raised in Northwest Arkansas, high school in Northwest Arkansas, college in Northwest Arkansas. We met at the University of Arkansas, started dating there. Most of our uh, our time in the fall was spent at Devil's Den State Park or out walking uh, Highway 23 that runs between Clarksville and, and Fayetteville. We love that drive every fall. Uh, fall color is very, very meaningful for us. So even now, uh, we live here in Oklahoma, have lived here in Oklahoma for over 25 years now, but we love to take an annual trip to somewhere where we can watch the beauty of nature, and I poetically said, fading from green to shades of red, orange, and yellow. Um, we love that time of the year. This year, we're going to the uh, Smoky Mountains in, in October mm. uh, just to see fall color. But, uh, but we, we love that kind of stuff. So I just thought, thought we would spend a, a few minutes talking about other fall things to consider. Uh, the color, of course, is, is part of it. But uh, the first category that I want to talk about was fall is harvest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see so many harvest festivals. We see the <clears throat> pumpkin patches. We see the corn um, um, areas where people try to get through a corn maze or mm-hmm. something like that. Parts of uh, that deal with the autumn and the, and the harvest of the autumn. Uh, it's, uh, it's, I, I, it's time for picking apples and winter squash and green vegetables like cabbage and broccoli and Brussels sprouts. Onions are good uh, all year round, and that's a good thing to, to dig up during the uh, summer. Lots of those things that we harvest and we put into root cellars or we put them in our basements or somewhere where we can keep them all winter long, and they don't require anything, just a, a cool, dry place, and they'll be good for most of the winter. Mm-hmm. It's also a great time for canning. My wife and I grew up canning. Our, our parents canned. Uh, my wife spends much of her time all summer long canning the fresh summer produce so that we have that, su- that summer produce all winter long. And we can so, too. Yeah. It's uncanny. It's, that's right. Canning is well, there more and more people canning this year than ever before because of the food shortages that we're seeing in some places. But uh, things that don't overwinter well, like beans and peas and corn and cucumbers and peppers, uh, you can make those into pickles and jams and jellies and mm. and uh, and and still be able to can those. Um, my favorite thing to do, my favorite food in the wintertime is to take the beans and the peas and a little corn and some okra and some uh, broccoli and, and make it into a can then, a vegetable soup. Mm. Uh, that The one that I like best doesn't even have any meat in it. It's just a wonderful vegetable soup uh, with maybe some beef broth in it that we can during the summertime when those things are 
plentiful, and then we have them all winter long. So naturopathically speaking, is there any uh, downside to canning nutritionally? Uh, you may lose a few no nutrients if you use a lot of heat while you're doing that, but you can can many things with just doing a quick water bath and then uh, and then put them into the jars and do the major part of the cooking when it's over with. So you may lose some, but you don't lose a lot. Uh, most of your vitamins and minerals uh, don't deteriorate until well above 140 to 200 degrees of temperature. Okay. And so uh, you can still, and if you're concerned a lot about that, rather than putting them in jars and canning them, put them in the freezer. Right. Freezing the items doesn't really de uh, de get rid of the nutrients at all. So, and we do a lot of that as well. Some things can better, some things freeze better, but harvest is the main theme. We use right. the time of the year as that harvest time. Second thing I want to talk about was the negative side of this time of the year, and that's seasonal allergies. Mm. Um, we live on five acres, and let me tell you, I have got the most beautiful stand of ragweed this year that you've ever seen. There are blossoms everywhere. They're gorgeous yellow, but it seems to be the one thing that more people have an allergic reaction to than any other plant that I'm aware of. You still get some... Um, drop from the pines uh, where you're getting some of that pine pollen that's coming down and you see people with watery eyes and itchy noses and mm -hmm. sneezing and sinus congestion and all those kinds of things that come from some of those allergies so um, uh, s s dust mites and da pet dander you're mm -hmm. in indoors more your pets are indoors more uh, so you, you there are a lot of things in the fall that give you those kind of allergy conditions and uh, some of them are uh, very very inconvenient some of them are very nagging uh, it depends on your allergic conditions and whether or not you have those or not I'm I'm fortunately not allergic to much of anything but I tell people I'm allergic to nothing but hard work and uh, that's, <laughs> but uh, but truthfully, God has given me a, a um, immune system and a and a body system where I don't have a lot of allergies. My wife, on the other hand, has tremendous sinus problems, particularly this time of the year. Some of those pollens just set her uh, uh, right on edge. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, my main recommendation is where you can't avoid them then you don't have to deal with all of the uh, nagging symptoms uh, in this day and age. Mm -hmm. uh, the doctors have many things that they can give you uh, for allergic conditions, but in the herbal arena, we also have uh, products that will boost your immune system so that you don't feel those allergic effects. And we also have some that just take care of the allergic effects. Mm -hmm. If you have swollen sinuses, we have herbs that will uh, reduce that swelling. If you have coughing and sneezing, we have herbs that will take away that tendency for coughing and sneezing. Uh, some of them bear names like seasonal allergies, uh, uh, but basically there are many, many common symptoms that can be handed, uh, handled with herbal formulas so you don't have to suffer with them. So right. seasonal allergies. Another thing that I wanted to mention is um, the, the loss of sunshine. Yeah. Uh, you know, I lived in Germany for, for about seven years, a long time ago. And uh, over there, they, we, over here we say that the necessities of life are f food, clothing, and shelter. Over in Germany, they list four, food, clothing, shelter, and an annual vacation. Mm -hmm. And that annual vacation is because much of the year they don't have much sunshine, and people have all kinds of uh, conditions that go along with the lack of sunshine. 
things like moodiness and depression. And of course, without the sunshine, your body's not making vitamin D. Right. And so that can, uh, that can boost, uh, can reduce your immune system as well. So uh, over there, they say you have to have a vacation. The guy who starts work on day one right out of high school is going to get two weeks of annual vacation, and they're going to insist that you go somewhere where the sun shines. Mm. So, uh, uh, and, and you may get to the point when you're a, a senior executive in a company where you're getting two or three months a year off, and you go to Australia or America or somewhere far, far away to get to the sunshine. Mm. But uh, just the fact that we're losing the sun, and then we compound that problem problem with daylight savings time. Why is that a problem? Uh, we say that we have daylight savings time so we can get that extra hour of daylight back to get some sunshine back. But moving the clock around that way messes up the uh, basic circadian rhythm that we have within our body. I right. looked up in Wikipedia, it states that circadian rhythm is a natural internal process that requires uh, that regulates the sleep-wake cycle and um, and is repeated with the rotation of the earth on a daily basis right um, we were told years ago that when you travel across time zones when you get to your new your new location you need to allow one day uh, for every hour of time zone change that you went through. Mm -hmm. Well, daylight savings time is only one hour, but some people already have sleep problems and they may have their cycles messed up for several days or even a week or two. Right. And so be aware of the fact that daylight savings time, the loss of sunshine, the loss of things can cause you sleep problems, uh, health problems, um, basically those things with deal with depression and and those kinds of things as well so in fall it's a beautiful time of the year we love the color we take some extra supplements to take care of those things that are, are the negatives we enjoy the bounty of the season and look forward to the decrease of the busyness that we had in the summertime enjoy right. fall so enjoy the good and take uh you know things to help you with the bad you got it all right we'll see you next time